Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. Game Time Decisions Radio has begun. Red Heat and Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi alongside the Raging Redhead. Cam Stewart, as the wait is over, we've talked a lot about the countdown to kickoff for the World uh, Cup. Russia explodes with a 5-0 victory over the Saudi Arabians. And uh, the odds for Russia to qualify have uh, greatly uh, changed in the last uh, couple hours, to say the least. An explosive performance uh, in front of the uh, the chairman of the board, Vladimir Putin. And... Uh, you know, you know you're a badass when you're Putin, when you can, like, troll the uh, the king of Saudi Arabia who's sitting next to you. Oh, that was the best. Hey, how are you doing? I'm sorry, my friend. <laughs> I it's, know. It's He's three nothing. Here. Four <laughs> nothing. I just shrugged. That was the best. The shot of the sheik. Five nothing. Putin, I know. <laughs> but every goal really counts because um, there's no... Um, there's no penalty kicks in the opening round, in the uh, round robin uh, stage here, so... Uh, goal differential counts. That's why it was so big for Russia to get five goals. To put it in context, uh, guys, uh, Russia's over-under for, for goals scored in the tournament was five and a half. Yep, they're there. And um, I like the under. They just scored five goals in one freaking game. And they probably have three more uh, games to go. So um, I'm going to lose that prop, uh, to say the least. Uh, but we do have Saudi Arabia not to advance and like basically yeah, like uh, that's good. seven parlays. So it's a good start uh, right there. If there's a lesson to be learned uh, right now after just a uh, one game. Now, listen, we can't uh, we can't micromanage um, this from one game uh, because Saudi Arabia, we all knew Saudi Arabia coming into this were one of the worst sides in the tournament. Uh, but I remember going back to the Euro in the last tournament, and there were a lot of goals scored. You would think traditionally, ooh, this is going to be a lower-scoring game and stuff, but like like all sports, everything's opened up. There's so many great athletes on the field. There's Even the bad teams have big-time scores uh, on the field, and there's really no bad teams per se. We're talking about the World Cup uh, right now. So where I'm going with this is a lesson learned. Uh, we'll be taking a look at the overs. Or at least uh, being very, very careful. Taking unders. When betting unders, and especially now in this group, it changes the, the complete dynamic of everything uh, right now. Uruguay, or, you know, Uruguay was supposed to run away with this group easily. Um, and yeah, they're, they're still going to win this group, in my opinion. But goal differential counts. So suddenly they're minus a five spot to Russia right now. You know, like if, if Uruguay beats uh, Egypt tomorrow 2-0, two, two they're in second place. Exactly. Like, they're not in first place because Russia scored five goals, and then suddenly they would have to beat uh, Russia uh, outright. So, you know, things uh, things were already getting interesting uh, in Russia, and a good way for the Russians to start the, the World Cup as uh, the party continues uh, on into the late night hours uh, right now in Moscow. 
after a uh, five five nil victory, and uh, the bookies in Moscow uh, they're taking a beating. Yeah, lost rubles. They're hoping. Oh, no, they're hoping uh, that uh, <laughs> they're, they're, you know, they're they're hoping <laughs> that uh, Russia uh, doesn't uh, score five goals. Again, in their, in their next game. In the history of the tournament. So the World Cup has started. The U.S. Open has started as well. Um, it was really, really tough earlier in the day, but uh, it's uh, the course is playing a little bit easier right now as the day uh, progresses. Dustin Johnson is uh, currently the favorite right now at uh, plus 275. Justin Rose, plus 600. Justin Thomas, plus 1,400. Ian Poulter, 16 to 1. Ricky Fowler, at eighteen to one, and then there's a big drop off to Molinari at thirty-five to one. Cam, yeah, it's unbelievable. We talked about Shinnecock playing easy while the winds picked up. Guys got absolutely beat down, Marenzi. Like I was watching this thing earlier, that that, that in the soccer, and uh, you know, Parr was a really good score for these guys. Take a look at two, another guy that you stay away from. Take a look at the stars of this tournament, Rory McIlroy. Is one of the favorites. He shot a ten over today. Well, what eighty, did, what did eighty, I, eighty. What did I say yesterday? Yeah, done with Rory, right? What did I say yesterday? I don't trust Rory, Rory McIlroy. Rory. Rory McIlroy tied his career worst round score to par with him. Eighty, eighty on the opening uh, day today of the U.S. Uh, Open. He's ten over through eighteen holes and uh, was eleven back of the one under. Uh, lead at the time that he finished. After one day, he was 11 back. Yeah, Ian Poulter in the clubhouse already at one under. The best scores on the golf course are one under right now. Not just him, though, Gabe. Jason Day, a guy that I like. You talk about your uh, Russian beat. Well, he's nine over, so he's got to do magical things tomorrow just to make the cut. He's 136th. Rory's 143rd. Jordan Spieth, 129th at eight over. We, t- we talked about picking on him, but all the guys are doing bad. Brooks Kepka, the group of Rory, five over. The, Holy jeez. The group of Rory McElroy Phil Mickelson and Jordan Spieth, uh, which is obviously a heavily uh, featured group, uh, coming into the day, finished a combined 25 over. <laughs> After one round. It's a lot of DraftKings uh, lineups uh, wiped oh, out right there. You said it, buddy. They shot a combined 25 uh, over on a wind-whipped uh, morning uh, this morning. Mickelson played his first round in 77. <laughs> <laughs> Spieth was a uh, minus, uh, was a, was a, an eight over. Yeah, smooth 78. Yeah. A minus eight plus over 78. Wow. So this is Rory. Rory, 80. Day, 79. Spieth, 78. Mickelson, 77. Kepka 75. There's guys on the course, Gabe. Stenson's four over right now. St- uh, John Rahm's four over. Tiger's three over. Ricky Fowler in at three over actually looks good. Your T48. Dustin Johnson's like 100. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I hate to say this. It's a four-round tournament, but Dustin Johnson with his length, getting help from the officials, too, on uh, the balls that we'll talk about in a second, too. Guy from Sky Sports. Oh, I stepped on Mr. Johnson's ball. Oh, that's great. Then he gets gets a nice lie instead of being buried under the hay. This guy doesn't need any help, Gabe. He doesn't need any help. I really don't understand how I'm not uh, a richer man. I foresee the future all the time. You actually predicted Dustin, that. Uh, yeah. Dustin Johnson's uh, ball was uh, was in the rough, and it's a pretty thick rough. That was hay. And, uh, yeah, so let's call it uh, we'll, some. We'll call it hay. Hay. Thick hay. Thick hay, rough. Yeah. <laughs> it was buried. It was. looked like a cornfield. Um, yeah, so the ball was completely buried. He was really, really screwed, yet there was like 13 people looking for a stupid ball. Like, everybody was there. Tiger Woods was out there, the TV crew. Uh, the the on course announcers, uh, you had marshals. 
I think there were fans like lingering around, sort of poking around, looking. We'll find for the it, ball. Dustin. And I said right before it happened, I said, "Watch, somebody's going to step on the ball, and they're going to say, after all, we stepped on the ball, and um, then it's going to save them." Now we thought at the time it was Tiger Woods. I wasn't sure because yeah, Tiger we Woods, the shot. Tiger yeah. Woods was standing there as well. So. I said, man, this is going to be unbelievable. I said, I bet you they're going to find Tiger's ball, and then <laughs> Marshall's going to make an excuse for him and say after, wow, somebody stepped on it, so we'll give you a drop, a free drop. And uh, it was Dustin's ball, and that's yeah. exactly what happened. The cameraman for Sky Sports stepped yeah, no. on the stupid ball. Yeah, and the, yeah, him and, him and the announcer go, like, right onto it, Gabe, and then they go, oh, don't worry. And but the thing guys, is, why is he looking for the ball? The thing is, it, Dustin Johnson was screwed. There was no way in hell he was going to be able to get out of that. No, <laughs> he'd have to take it unplayable. Yeah, because basically they would have found it, and he wouldn't have been able to slice through that. And even if he, he wouldn't have done it. He wouldn't have done it. He yeah. would have just taken Buddy, the Yeah, he, he would have barely, taken the stroke. He gave, he, we saw the next shot. He barely nuzzled out of that hay with the exactly. good lie. He so chipped out. He was screwed, yep. but because they had all these people, and I even said at the time, it's like you're tampering with a crime scene. I felt like Grissom in CSI. Yeah, yeah, don't touch it. What the hell are you stupid gumshoe <laughs> uniforms doing? So you know what I mean? Like this is a crime scene. Like why isn't it? You got a that? U.S. Open, a major championship, the favorite of the damn tournament, Dustin Johnson ball. Let's show a little bit of uh, caution here. You got like 17 people standing around, fishing. Everyone's standing around. I knew right away. I said somebody's gonna stand. You're obviously standing on the ball. I said it. One of you idiots are standing on the ball. And it took him like three minutes. Oh, yeah, we're standing on the ball. Actually, it seemed like it took longer than that. He also probably got a time break, too. And why is the guy from Sky Sports in the hay looking for the ball? You're an on-course reporter. You should be. You could, you could say, hey, there's guys looking for the ball. But the fact him and his cameraman dove right in there and sunk the ball gave him a free drop. Tiger Woods was out there uh, help, trying to help was, him look oh, for yeah, the ball. He's been, well, he's been helped before in tournaments. Every It's just, I don't understand it. It, it makes no sense for all those guys to be out yeah, there first off, in, in, that tight, t- in that tight proximity, hitting balls and changing results. There should, there should be a time limit. Yeah, there is. Five minutes. There usually is from the time that you lose yeah. a ball. But you know what? It's, yeah. kind of a, it's a loose five minutes. You know they're not on the clock. They're yeah, not I've seen, I've seen oh, speeds like 13 oh, minutes oh, they're out there looking for a the ball. the Open Championship, I think it was, what, it was 21, was it not? Yeah, so you're like, supposed there's to get, no way. It's supposed exactly. to be a penalty shot, so a, a penalty stroke. Sorry, and... And yeah, I've seen guys for like yeah, fifteen minutes. I would 20 make minutes. it. I would make it like two minutes. I like two minutes. Yep. Basically, listen. I would say, listen. If you, you can't, can't find your ball, no. From the time that you get there. Yep. So from the time that you get to the estimated area, yep. you sort of have a marshal tick. Ding. And basically, the the, the answer minutes. to me, two minutes. You're lucky it's not one. <laughs> uh, the answer to me would be like, listen, if you can't find your ball. It means it was a bad shot. It's pretty simple. You hit a bad shot, buddy. We yeah. can't find your ball, and You're, we can't stand here all yeah. day looking you, for your ball. You are now hitting three, not yeah. two. Just take the damn three. drop and move on. Yeah, I just uh, oh, that was shocking to me seeing that that many amount of guys looking for it, and you and you knew it was going to happen when you can't see him. Put the thing right on the bottom there. Just stupid. That's a, that, and that's the farthest. That's the guy who needs the less help to win the tournament too. I'm looking like, at this. Unbelievable. Uh, I'm looking at this course, and I got to tell you, I would be really sincerely screwed if I was playing. We shoot at this 200 course. on that course. Who are we kidding? Like, yeah. and we're not even like the worst I don't golfers even know. in the world. But I don't think I'd be able to get through 18 rounds. I would probably quit after like 
10, I just tap out. Yeah, like I'm, in, I'm in thinking, sheer like I'm frustration. I'm thinking the 11th, 12th pole, clubs are being broken, thrown in, thrown into the hay, and I might just uh, walk I off. Don't, I don't think I'd get to the 10th oh, or 12th before. Oh, it's tough. <laughs> I'll tell you, no, but now these Dude, guys... it would take me like seven shots to get to the green, oh, yeah. if I'm lucky. And then once I get to these nasty, look how big these greens are. Oh, yeah. I get kill- to these big greens, too. I'd be like five putting and stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Marenzi, just mark me <laughs> down for <laughs> a 20. <laughs> You know what, though? I'm with you, I man. always think, though, the putting is the, sort of the equalizer. You're not on this course. <laughs> you know, for idiots like us, like, these guys almost overanalyze it. You know what I mean? I just get up here like it's a mini putt cam. You know what I mean? Stop You're just trying to, yeah, hit the ball towards Look the Look at the line. Hole. Just hit it, baby. Like, honestly, it'd be fun to actually try to play here. Yeah, estimated score. I think 200. Like that. That'd be a good bet. Could I break 200 here? Yeah, counting penalty strokes. Like everything. Could yeah, I like yeah, yeah. official like, like legal legal score? Yeah, can I break 200? Tee. What tees do I tee off from though? That's another That's another question. thing. If you got if you're playing the tips, so say 225. <laughs> 4,500 yards of this of this course. Dude, I win? played. Oh, God, help me. I played, uh, it's called, uh, look it up, look up this course right now. It's called uh, El Diablo. El Diablo? It's like Diablo, but Diablo. Diablo, okay. Except of an O, it's an E. El Diablo. Is it Montreal? El Diablo. Is it in Montreal? Yeah. Golf. Okay, we'll take take a look here. El Diablo. Oh, yeah, here it is. Le Diable Golf Course, Mont Tremblant. Is that the one? Yes, sir. Oh, God, that course looks... Oh, my God. Look at the swells here. Oh, my... This course looks absolutely like death. That's, uh, that's it Fred, looks Fred, tough. Look at the trees, too. Fred, Freddie Couples designed it. Beautiful track. What a nice course. So, they played uh, They played a skids game. Oh, there. yeah, that's right. Like the big boys at the time. Ernie Owls, John Daly. You know, this yeah. is about 15 years ago. I was on the radio, and I was on the AM radio station, so you get the perks. No perks on national radio, but you get perks on uh, AM a, a radio. Local, yeah, food coupons, yeah, too. Yeah, you get, yeah, you get yeah. golf and local, all this stuff. Hey, thanks for the pie. So we had perks, and I went with my boy Steve Rapp, actually. Nice. And it was the day after. So, like, we were the sponsors, like the radio station yeah. type get deal. Get to play the course after the skins. Yeah, so the day after on the Monday, yeah, they threw they me a up. bone, and they're like, all right, so uh, if you guys want to go, go play over there. So we went up to Tremblant, and we played, and uh, it was the morning after the event. So we played an official, and the grandstands were still up. Yeah, so they left the flags. They left everything. Oh, yeah, there. it was they the exact same. So we played a PGA, PGA the next damn day, and uh, I was at like 123 around the 16th hole. <laughs> it's tough, man. Like, I'm not exaggerating. I literally put. I literally, like, I couldn't clear, like, the water. I just couldn't do it. Like, I lost, like, six balls, and I wanted to stop, and Steve Rapp, and I was losing money. Like, I knew I didn't have a hope in hell of winning. And uh, the guy I was playing with was like, no, man, you got to just get it over the water. So I was like, all right, give me some balls. And I lost, like, four of his into the drink. Nice ones, too. Yeah, and then he was like, all right, just take the damn drop. I was like, I told you. I kids, I was like, playing pro, he's I was, playing pro Vs. I was like a kid, a scared kid, like, you know, that wouldn't get in a pool. Yeah. I was like, I can't clear the water, Dad. Like, I just can't do it. 
No, I couldn't do it, Cam. Like I did, like I was like one after another, <laughs> bam, bam, and it kept just going up and bam. bam. I couldn't clear the water, but it was really fun playing with the grandstand. That's cool. Oh, uh, dude, once I I ricocheted a shot, like I would have killed a human if they were sitting there. Like I smoked a ball, dude. Like I got like full contact, but it sailed on me. Right through somebody's face. Oh yeah, ricocheted. It was that great sound, ding, like right off the aluminum like uh, grandstand, nice and pure, and it rolled on the green. Nice. nice. Yeah, and the guys they were like, "That's your best shot of the day." (laughs) Yeah, I kind of got lucky on that one. No, the best is Marenzi. First comment in this course: Billy Goats. Billy Goats need to apply. That's what the guy like. That's a guy from Boston who's a scratch golfer said. He said this course killed him. Billy Goats need to apply. When I say 123, like I said, I was that's probably a, on the I was probably on the 14th hole. <laughs> I actually, like you said, like I started throwing clubs oh, yeah. and like I was really melting down. Golf really sucks when it's not that hard. Beautiful course though. Yeah, Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Yeah, we, we should see if we can... Uh... Uh, set it up actually uh, pull, use some of our pull our connections see if we can play like a PGA we'll play like a PGA because you know the golf tournament that we had last year we just got blasted we didn't yeah. really keep that much score all, all that all, much it was also basically like a goat track like it wasn't a real golf course I you know I wanted to keep score my plan was to keep score seriously for the first nine and then get really drunk on the back nine but uh, I got frustrated after like two or three holes and then I, that's when I just started screwing around and taking multiple shots, and it was like, yeah, whatever. I'm not. Those beers screw. got flowing too with our friends from the East Coast. We knew we were done. We were done when Scroby's group are hitting the flagpole and stuff with that one uh, clown <laughs> that they brought there, Brian. That guy was just like, oh, look at me, I'm putting for eagle. It's like, screw you guys. Yeah, we were done. We just got into the suds. Yeah, that's the thing about golf. It's always frustrating. There's always like an unathletic dude that Who's everyone amazing. knows. Yeah, I know. That just shows up, and we know, dude, man, this guy smokes more weed than me and Snoop Dogg combined. He's like an old dude, man. He's like probably like 52 or something. The guy was like Freddie Couples, man. He was throwing darts. Yeah. And the thing is, we didn't believe him because he showed us his scorecard once. Like early, yeah. he pulled up, how you guys shooting? He also, bra- I was like, he also brags a lot. I was like, not well. <laughs> and he's like, look at my card. And I was like, you're full of shit, man. I said, you, you're not shooting par. He's like, I'm shooting par. Like, you're not shooting par. And then we pulled up to a hole with him, and then, yeah, there he was, like yeah. right off the flag. Yeah, 180, ding, ding, 180 ding. yards, hit the flag to two feet. We're like, okay. He's like, I haven't played in two years either. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, just shut up. Trust dude. me, he tells my buddies too at the coffee shop. He's like, I t- dusted off Cam and Gabe. And go- it's his big thing. Hey, he's still telling people. It's like, dust it off. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> I was like 12 beers deep yeah, after the fourth hole. Me. I know. 
I got him at I got him at the end though when we were playing when he gave me a couple strokes and I took his money. It is pretty bad though that um, I would get out there and play again, but I remember the ramifications and the damage that uh, that uh, event took on me. Yeah, it was bad. You were yeah, you were you were beat down. I had sunstroke. It actually the whole day. Yeah, it was just it was tough. Well, we all got sunstroke out of that deal. Yeah, it was rough, rough day. Golf's tough. When it you shouldn't. Suck. It shouldn't. No, it should be really easy, but it's golf's supposed to be relaxing. No, yet it's, somehow it's, we turn it into it's, like it's a grind <laughs> where it's like a sunburn, sunburn torture fest. It was torture. And the thing is, too, like um, you know, we were drinking like warm beer too, Michelob Ultras too, really light. It was like warm yeah. beer in the hot sun, so it really gets you hammered too, yeah. and you don't feel good. Like I just remember like sweating beer out when I was putting. Yeah, this guy, we dusted us off. Yeah. That's the thing, too. That, that guy wasn't drinking. He was just smoking. That's exactly It's a big it. difference, buddy. That's the thing about those We're things. all liquored up on oh, the course, exactly. and you're just, you know, smoking dubs those, those, at, yeah, on, in a, a golf point. cart. Those, it's a big difference. Those and, guys never hit the liquids. They always hit the tree. That's a, they never, yeah. they always never get into the liquids. That's, so, one, of the, that's one of their advantages. Tell him uh, next time he yeah, talks crap. Trust me, he talks crap all the time. Tell him, Renzi tells you, uh, good for you. You beat a drunk, uh, you beat a couple <laughs> of drunk dudes. Exactly. You beat a couple of drunk dudes that hadn't played in years. Trust me, he likes to brag all the time, every time. Every time somebody I know in there, yeah, he just tells them how he dusted us off. I'd like to get that guy back, actually. All right, so New Jersey is uh, up yes. and running right now, and I know that uh, Lou Mayone, Mike Cardano, and uh, company were over at Monmouth Racetrack. Joe nice. Lisi. Nice. And uh, we sent Joe Lisi a message asking, uh, asking him to check in with us from Monmouth, but uh, Joe Lisi, all it took was um, basically about two hours for sports betting to be legal in New Jersey, and he's already blowing me off. He's taking pictures with the governor. Like, Hi, everybody. Joe loves his pictures, right? He's taking pictures with the governor and, like, you know, the, the president of Monmouth and uh, the mayor, local local mayor. I think Joe might live near uh, Monmouth. Uh, nice. Actually. Convenience. That's right. Uh, so... Uh, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy was the first uh, one to place his bet at Monmouth uh, Racetrack and uh, now a Will Hill sportsbook at, uh, at Monmouth. His first uh, bet place, so the first bet placed at Monmouth Racetrack ever in history books, will be known. He bet $20 that Germany will win the World Cup. Ooh, nice. And uh, he bet $20 that the New Jersey Devils will win next year's Stanley Cup. <laughs> You might as well put that one in the fire, but uh, I like his style. Well, he is he's the, he's the governor of New Jersey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so he's got to show oh, some I love. Under, I understand. I understand. So did you know you cannot bet on uh, New Jersey college teams? No Rutgers. No Seton Hall. No Seton Hall. No St. Peter's. Yeah, it's interesting. Very. That yeah, changes yeah. everything. I was going to go, but now I know that I can't bet on a St. Peter's Iona game. Screw you, man. Peacocks and Gales. Nah, they, they left that for the mob. They had to leave, like, something. They, they had to, like, basically say, all right, uh, you know, now, because now if you're a bookie in New York or New Jersey, it changes things a little bit. Sure. But You'll still have your regulars, but, won't you? But not really. Yeah. Not really. I was speaking uh, with Dane, uh, Dane Martins, about this, yeah. and, uh, you know, we're talking about, oh, it's great legalized sports betting in New Jersey. And I said, Dane, what are you going to be doing on Sunday morning? You're going to be getting on the subway and going uh, over to Monmouth? Or are you going to be uh, clicking uh, from your couch? 
That's kind of what I do. It's very pretty simple. When you got offshores, we don't like. If I told drink. you right yeah. now, exactly that. Okay, uh, you can bet single games um, at Niagara Falls or no, a Woodbine would be a closer. Thing okay, with the horses, would, yeah. Right? Okay, exactly. Yeah, Woodbine. You can bet single games at Woodbine. It wouldn't change my life anyway. No. Know what it would do? The uh, only time maybe, I'd go to Woodbine, I'd make a night out of the Woodbine exactly. with the horses and the games. So now That's the only thing, the only thing that would do. change with me would be like, you know, yeah. all right, I'll plan an outing there. Maybe I'll go check it out yep. one one Sunday for NFL or something yeah, we'll and do hang a, out there. Do a buffet, and, uh, watch the games. And watch the yeah. games there. Yeah, I agree. But, yeah, it's not going to change the daily habit, like, no. uh, immediately. But it's 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 good. It's great. Oh, it's very good. And, on listen, on a Sunday during the NFL with the Jets and the Giants games going on, it's going to be over the top. But the Eagles games, it's going to be a great atmosphere. You're going to have that Vegas uh, sportsbook vibe uh, across America uh, right now. No, I agree 100%. That's the thing. When they go to Woodbine, when I go there on Sundays, I'm usually looking, and then they had the NFL crowd there. They're still they're betting, but it's not the same single so the game. First, that's, that's the problem. The first ticket that was cashed, the first ever winner at Monmouth Park, was uh, will there be a goal in the first 32 minutes of uh, Russia and Saudi Arabia? Yeah. Yes. Yes. $5 bet. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the guy covered up the barcode. It's like, dude. It's a five dollar bet. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't win the New York Powerball, bud. <laughs> what do you win? Nine seventy nine. Nine fifty five. Nine fifty five. Like I don't like. <laughs> like he covered up the barcode, bar like the barcode part. You don't want to know me. Yeah, like people like co- they always like people covered it up like there's sort of like a barcode or a serial number, right? <laughs> That uh, people don't want to share whenever they show their tickets and stuff. But it's like, dude. He doesn't want to get on the books. Like, bro, you're holding the ticket in your hand, like, right now. And secondly, it's $5. Like, what do you think? Does someone at home right now is going to call the uh, Nevada State and Gaming Commission, uh, the North the New Jersey State Gaming Commission? I have a $5 ticket, ticket. that I want to cash online here that I don't have in my, you know. It's like, come on. Good bet, though. I yeah. wish I would have taken that. Yeah, it was a good bet. So uh, yesterday we talked. Um, Yesterday, we learned a lesson. We learned a few lessons this morning, Cam. Basically, it was $182 worth of lessons. <laughs> I'm learning a lot of lessons, too. So that, um, remember yesterday, we talked about, uh, will there be a throw-in? Yeah. In the first minute of the game. It was at 48 seconds. And we were wondering, um, we were wondering, man, come on. Why is it only even money? There won't be a throw-in in the first uh, second. No, it wasn't 48 seconds. Seemed like it was like 12, 12 seconds, 10 seconds. Basically, the game started and Boom. there was a throw in. Yeah. I just looked at the clock when it went, when the guy was doing the thing, and I was like, that's, that's under. That's way under. So, yeah, we've learned our lesson there. Don't bet, uh, will, there be a, uh, will there be a throw in? Yeah, I don't think it got to 48 seconds. I literally think it lasted eight seconds. Like, it was that quick, Ken. The game, the game started. Saudi Arabia got possession. They kicked it back, and then right oh, away, yeah, ju- just as I was worried about, they tried the big, long kick, pass forward. It didn't go out of bounds. And, uh, man, the ball was like they were playing along the sideline for a few seconds, and then inevitably, man, poof, off of someone's foot, and they're out of bounds. Look too good to be true, buddy. Too good to be true. Just the way you're doing these uh, soccer props, you're taking a second look at I'm doing these uh, with golf. I got the same thing. Like I got, I got all these guys top ten. I'm going to get murdered again. Like, I can just feel it right now. There's nobody who's a good golfer that's even close to the top other than Dustin Johnson. It's a good thing we didn't play that. Uh, parlay? 
<laughs> yeah, we're, we would have done. I, I can't lie to you on the show. It's 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 basically up in smoke right like, now. Rory's not making the cut. Uh, no, no. Jason Day, not a, Spenny Max Parlay, our friend. He's in big trouble. That's what I'm talking about. This uh, no one predicted what was happening today. You got Dustin Johnson leading at two under, and then all the other stars. I, I, everybody's over, ten over, nine over, eight over, six over. This is a nightmare, an absolute nightmare, Gabe. Yeah, the uh, and, uh, and they don't cash these bets until Sunday when the tournament. So that's what happens with the account. Then you go, you're all happy, and then you go. The sports book. Uh, then you see the damage. The sports books are going to be happy with the chaos, big time. They'll be happy with the chaos now, uh, but they won't be if uh, depends on who wins after and what they have to pay out, depending on uh, how many people have uh, the winner when it's all said and done. It's still early. It is, but. Um, Dustin looks real good, though. Look, we were looking to uh, we were looking to pick on Tiger Woods and all those head-to-head matchups. Uh, we were looking to pick on Spieth a little bit. Mm-hmm. It is it is still early. There's a, you know, these guys have another crack at it tomorrow, but that's true. And and, and hopefully the conditions. We don't know what's going to happen with the wind. You got to get the right side of the. Phil drop. Mickelson at 77 could still scratch his way back and, and make it with good weather. Even Spieth could go on a run. Rory at 80s. That's that's yeah. that's a big hole. Yeah. Yeah. Ten, ten, you know, when you're 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 ten, eleven shots off the pace, you, you got a problem. He's T one forty three, right? And I gotta believe after today, the cut line's probably gonna be trust. It's not gonna, you know what? It's gonna be around. I'm saying five or six over. Actually, none of these guys are out yet because there's no, so many. True. There's so many guys at plus seven or plus eight doing the math. If Rory McIlroy or guys Jason that just Day shoot seventy three two days in a row, we're gonna get in. You know what, Gabe? If any of these guys shoot two or three under par tomorrow, they're probably gonna make the cut easily. Like there's still guys on the course that are six, seven, eight over, right? They haven't got, by the end of the day, Jordan Spieth is eight over at T127. I guarantee he's inside the, uh, inside 100. He'll definitely raise over 27 guys, maybe more than that. Too many guys are out there panicking right now. Doubles and triples are all over the board. It's true. So, yeah, I, it's not over yet, but you just don't want to be in Rory McIlroy at plus 1080. That's just, he, could, he just didn't grind it out there. A lot of guys, they grind it out. 75, 76s. That's the difference. They're going to make it. Uh, Dr. J. Uh, Dr. J placed a uh, bet uh, over at the uh, Borgata on the uh, Eagles to uh, repeat as Super Bowl champions. What do you get him at? The action is uh, coming in. I don't know. He's not showing his ticket. No, no. <laughs> barcode. <laughs> even Dr. J. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah the barcode. Don't want to send <laughs> Dr. J's probably going to throw this ticket out after. Is this, is this photo up done yet? I'm out of here. You're like, Dr. J's going to come back with his $20 ticket in, in eight months. Can I get my $180? West Virginia will be next. So as it is yeah. now, as it is now, of course, uh, you've got uh, Nevada. Uh, you've got the state of Nevada. Delaware is now taking sports bets. Um, New Jersey, welcome aboard. That's this is great news. New Jersey. So now the next one will be West Virginia. West Virginia will be up and running in a week or so. Good for West Virginia. They're promising by the end of the month. So by July first, West Virginia uh, will have uh, legalized sports uh, betting with uh, Mississippi. Following West Virginia in early July, Mississippi are now just weeks away as well. Good stuff. It just seems like the dominoes are starting to fall. Just a question I have. For shame for New York. Well, yeah, like you're the big yeah, Like you're New York. Like Come really? On. Cuomo, like in company? Like really? really? I hate to agree with a chick from Sex in the City, but you really are like a, a stuck-up uncle. You're like an old-time, oh, marijuana's a gateway drug. I don't know. We can invest in 
It's like, you know, look, New Jersey's got legalized uh, legalized recreational marijuana. Um, I don't know when the, when the shops open. Maybe somebody could let me know exactly the details about that. Uh, I'd like to know. Yeah, it's very important news. <laughs> I'd like to know. <laughs> um, but you've got you got the sports betting in New Jersey now. And New York's got neither. New York's got neither. And news out of the New York State Legislature today up there in that corrupt cesspool known as uh, Albany, Albany, New York. It's fitting that the hockey team was called the River Rats. Bunch of rats up there. Yeah, the River, the river Rats. The best. Name. I know it is. Who do you play? They for? don't exist anymore. I know they play the river. Son of a bitch. I know that's a great name. Who do you play for? Albany River Rats. They moved to uh, Binghamton. I, <laughs> I banged a chick from Binghamton. Oh, did once. you? I yeah. banged a chick from Binghamton. Yeah, it just has a good ring to it. Yeah, banged her. Binghamton. Bats. Not one of my. Wasn't one of my uh, proudest moments. Hey, we'll put it that way. No, I'm Ratsy. We all take one for the team, buddy. Um, <laughs> it happens. So as I was stating. <laughs> So uh, yeah, New York, new, leaving it on the table. Yeah, new news out of the uh, the state legislature uh, today is that uh, they're kicking us down the road. They're not going to be able to uh, to figure this out on time. Really, going to well, have to wait till next year. Well, just let the money go to New Jersey then, New York. That's right. Uh, you know what? You're, you're sitting there. You know, close. Well, think about people all the people used to who make live fun in New of New York. Jersey all no, the time. New Jersey sounds like the way yeah. the way to go. It who's, sounds like the place I'd rather live. Who's got the weed? Who's got the games? games. New Jersey. Where's the football stadium? New Jersey. You just keep on. It just keeps on coming up, New Jersey, baby. You're right. New, Jer- New Jersey Devils. Yeah, got it all, oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Stanley Cup winners. <laughs> Snooky. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Jersey Shore. Yeah, but uh, yeah, West Lots Virginia. I, hey, can they bet on West Virginia games? That's the question. I don't know. Or do the local uh, goon in West Virginia get a handle on that? No, my I'm willing to my my guesstimation is that uh, West Virginia won't be as anal about this, and uh, we'll see. No, nah. say no. You could bet on West Virginia Mountaineers games. You know, I think uh, who the uh, the guy that will decide is the mascot with the the musket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're gonna ask him, "Hey, Jed, hey, is hey, it all right if we bet on the games?" Davy, <laughs> hey, hey, Davey. give us one shot for yes, Davey, two for no. Davy Crockett, what do you like today? <laughs> I love that guy. Though he's got the coonskin hat, the rifle. Yeah, come on, Mountaineers. <laughs> Have you ever been to Morgantown, Gabe? No. I drove through it. It's a pretty crazy place. I didn't stay there though. No, I was I only on a road there. trip. Morgantown. I'm waiting for them to legalize uh, marijuana as well. Then uh, yeah, we'll legalize Westford- sports betting and we'll legalize the weed and they serve alcohol at their football games. That sounds like a place to go. Then we got the trifecta. Exactly. Morgantown, here we come. But in all honesty, though, now listen, with these sports books, bookies are never going to go away in any area right now. People wonder what about the bookies in the, in the local areas right now. They'll take action. They're going to take action because people are going to want to bet on credit. Degenerates bet on credit. You know, that, that's the the... It's the reality of the situation. That is a truer statement has not been said on the show. I'm looking at my portly <laughs> friend uh, here right now. Yeah, we love credit. I thought you were off the credit. I know. I'm not betting on credit anymore. I'm just telling you we're on know. credit. It sounds like you are. No, 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 no. I'm not on credit. I don't know. No, I'm not. I swear, I'm not on credit. <laughs> I got a, I got accounts. Don't worry about it. I don't know. I'd like, uh, uh, I'd like hey, to. I'm not prying in on your business when you go talk to Shane at the Shoppers Drug Mart. I always got your back. I'm not on credit. I haven't met him to pay the rest of I'd like to. Uh, <laughs> from that damn Liverpool How many stuff. people listening right now think uh, the camp computer should be seized? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should analyze camps. Oh, please don't. Camps history. <laughs> We're not looking for porn. We're oh, looking no, for uh, local lines. books. <laughs>
Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Decisions continues. Fantasy Sports on Radio Network. Yeah, knowing you as well as I do, uh, Cam, I can't. You know, I, I didn't got, hear. I didn't you got a feeling. I didn't hear the conviction in your voice. Yeah. Like I could, I know you, so I could sort of tell. You know that I think that like you're like George Costanza. It's not a lie if you believe it. Kinda. It's like sort of like remember when he told Jerry like how to beat a lie detector test. Remember, Jerry. It's not a lie if you believe it. That the problem with me, though, Gabe, is so you asking for, you, yeah, you don't and you're like, no, no, I, no, I'm not betting. And then yeah. it's like, wow. Well, and then, you know what? You, you let it out. Like, uh, this is why, like, I wouldn't rob a bank with you. You'd God, crack. Uh, of course I would. Yeah, you'd crack I, I, because I where you let it out in your own. You're like, well, I have a lot of different accounts. No, I do. You committed, you know, I didn't ask you about a lot of you. Like, you, the, basically, like, if I'm Matlock, like, we walked out and I'm telling Nancy Strafford there, you know, he's a little, you see how he turned red? Like, like you, you've talked about it. You, you, you couldn't be a poker player, dude. Like cards and stuff like that. I learned my lesson the hard way, Gabe. When I was playing with those, like blackjack's uh, oh, yeah. fine. Oh, yeah. Blackjack's great. There's no bluffing. Exactly. It's like it's it the truth. Matter. It's to tell the truth. <laughs> but when you play poker, I get murdered. Oh, I know. I told you when I was working at the golf club, they used to go, "Is Cam coming to the game?" And it wasn't just the conversation. It was for it was basically I was donating money. If you wanted free money, you can't. And then after a couple times, I'm like, I just can't play poker with these sharks. They go, Cam, just to tell you, we knew you had great cards. You started beating sweat. Need, we knew you had bad cards. If you when play you had poker, that look. Oh, yeah. you need to wear a mask. Yes, a, a full on Yeah, like mask. not even like the hood. No, or bal- anything, a, bal- like, a balaclava. Yeah. yeah, no, like just put the yeah. full mask. mask they on, can't yeah. see anything. Like no. wear like just a like a Donald Trump mask. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they can't see your face. You're correct. You would still give it away. They'd realize, oh, look, he shakes his leg when he yeah. gets happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they'd, they'd catch on, though. <laughs> it's true. You know, I can't. I can't pull one past you, Marenzi. I, I, it, it, it's, it's a statement that's partly true and partly false. But I'm going to tell you, I do have multiple accounts, which is true. But I have. That, but, no, but, no, but, but nobody doubted no, that no, part. No, no, no. Yeah, nobody doubted but that you have multiple I, sports accounts because of the U.S. Open major, and I didn't refund it. A couple other ones I had, I went on credit through another book out of state. Like it's not the local guy who you you know were like, please don't go and do that again, but. Yeah, I had some credit in an old account that I kind of tapped into. I apologize. I can't lie to you. We're, we're, we host shows together. You, you already knew. Like I can't. You, you, you got me. You got me. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even. I can't even tell a white lie. I can't even. Th- That's the thing about my girlfriend too. We got she you. That, like she knows when I get the like when I lie about the store. Was that there? No. Like you know. I say, oh yes, it was. You just didn't want to pay the money for it. You were cheap. And uh, also, well, you know, to be honest too, you gave it away as well. 
uh, in which stating yeah. that uh, you're going to yeah. get killed on Sunday. Yeah, because, that's a great, great point. Yeah, because yeah. you're getting killed now. Like, if you were betting, like, in real, in reality, I like would now, given the money you'd be away. like, I just got killed. You'd be like, man, I just got killed. I just lost. You're right. Instead, you said, no. You said, man, I got all these guys in the top ten. I'm going to get murdered great, on Sunday. Great, great point, Gabe. Kind of like on Dateline when they say he, no, was, a, a, he was a good guy. I'm a good he investigator. Is a good guy. That's the thing. That's what they do on those shows. I'll be sitting there. I'll be you Mr. Tell. Stewart. Yeah. We, never, we never asked That's you about multiple accounts. So you go up to that, you'd, you'd go up to the murderer and go, when he goes, he was, whatever. He go, hey, who told you he was dead? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, they get they catch guys on little slips like that. The guy's like, oh, my God, I did all that work, and I slipped up in the interrogation room. God. You said it though. Sometimes it's the language, the little things, the little ticks. Cam's the got of sweat. Cam's got no vault. <laughs> I don't have a. Vault. He's got no vault. Like no, uh, you're right. You crack under pressure. You're uh, like, I just can't lie. Lying's never been. Good. It's just something I'm not very good at. Getting hot in here, Seinfeld. It, it's getting light. Lights getting you. You know what, Marenzi? Your lights are getting to me. Actually, they're so bright. I don't know what kind of wattage you got, but I had post. Like I've had concussions playing hockey and, and in football and other things. Those lights, if I look at them too long, they give me a headache and they make me dizzy. Well, it took us about three minutes to break uh, Cam down. It's true. Yeah, I'm not a very hard guy to break down. Just the facts. Yeah, this tournament's not going very well. Man, here's another hot chick. Married teacher and choir director details having sex with student eight times on school property. Yeah, never happened to us. I can't have I can't have sex eight times on this property that I live in. Great point. Like I got to go back to school. Yes, you do. You're talking about you know you're giving me the speech about. Hey, Cam, life is short and stuff like that. I'll tell you, man. You want to get laid, yeah, go to go high, high school. school. Exactly. The things you know now, Teachers. too. Things you know now that you could have gone in high school. God, man, it's just. Uh, I like to think that, uh, yeah, if I was in high school now, that I'd be one of these kids banging the, one of the teachers. That would be, yes. That would be the ultimate I like to goal. hope. Yeah, right? you, yeah, but you, I could be wrong. Yeah, you know what I mean? No, you got to have that. You got to have that hope and you have to have that goal. With what, if you have the knowledge going into it now, you got to think there's a teacher that wants to get naked with you. Right? Remember, maybe I got to start taking classes at a senior citizen's home. <laughs> now you notice, though, it's like the, the, Donna, some the of teachers are, are never these teachers, teachers are not even great, like like studs or anything. They're never they're never going. ugly. No. These teachers no, they're are they're always, always they're attractive. They're always chicks. hot. Want to know? Probably at home. Buddy's not giving her the love and the attention. The little kid, she sees him all nervous. Hey, Miss Avery, you know, the, ooh, I did well in my assignment. You want to stay after class? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. That's the thing. It's like, like does this make me a bad person because, like, this story depresses me? And instead of depressing me, like, uh, uh, that's sad, like, society or the poor, the poor victim, it no, depresses me that it never happened you, to me. It's not you. Exactly. <laughs> Like, why can't, like, a teacher, like, perform oral sex on me eight times? That would be so awesome. I know. It never happened. Like, it's just, it's wrong. I got to be honest with you, Gabe. I tried. It's I, unfair. I had, I had, it, no, you know, it's I had just, dreams it's, about landing a teacher. You figure, like, no, just, never, not never, even eight times. Worked. How about once? Yeah, I'll, I'll take anything. I'll Look, take, I've lived. I'll, down, take, I'll, I've, take, I'll take heavy petting. I've lived in the same condo for nearly three years. None of my neighbors have offered to perform oral sex on me. It's like, you know. Am I asking too much? No, not, 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 like, really? Not, really Is it like... <laughs> am, I, am I asking too much? You know? <laughs> oh, man. I understand, like, uh, times have changed, but... Yeah, but still. Haley Reed. 
That's her name? Yeah, she sounds crazy. What uh, state? Ohio? <laughs> Just guessing, because the last time I watched on Dateline, it was a chick who was used to be, uh, she was a teacher and a Bengals cheer, cheerleader, too. When she yeah, yeah, I know about that chick. That, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That. So I like to go to, back to Ohio, when I'm guessing about these things. It's a, it's a state that I target. No, the media, the media, media never has full details. No details? It says Oldham County. Where's Oldham County? I don't know. It's kind of vague. I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah, Oldham County? Okay. Old, well. Oldham County. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, Oldham County. I think Ohio might be a good guess. I'm going to say. No, uh, Kentucky. Oh, God. I was No way. It's very Cincinnati. You know how I close was gonna, they are, too. That's yeah, a border state. Exactly. Cam, I swear to God, you said it too fast. I was going to say, say Kentucky. Kentucky. She sort of had a Kentucky look to her. Funny, you're, 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 it's almost weird. Like your biorhythms right now, you said you were going to talk about, like you knew it was Kentucky. We were watching the golf. You predicted things happening yeah. in balls, but it's not helping you anyway no. financially. No, 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 but it's been my entire life like this. So how do we harness how I do can't. We harness I'm this? a day late and a dollar short. It's like I get these premonitions and then boom. It's like uh, now you made me sad because that sucks. Yeah. Like having a, like having things that you could predict that happen a day. That, see, that's yeah. uh, see, that's I'm, that now I'm depressed. I'm not having sex with any teachers either. So, yeah, no, there was a few. And I remember in high school, there was a couple teachers that were really nice. To Kentucky me. You think uh, we could have got in there, but no, never happened. <laughs> it says Oldham is the highest income Kentucky location per capita, too. So the rich the part of Kentucky, on? Lagrange. Okay, Oldham County. I, I hope that yeah, it says Oldham County, Kentucky. So well, speaking of Kentucky uh, here, mm-hmm. uh, former uh, Kentucky football player Marcus Walker was uh, found with over ninety-five thousand dollars in cash during an arrest. Ninety-five k. Ninety-five thousand dollars, and I believe he had a football helmet full of cocaine. Wow. <laughs> SEC Country reports the police found over ninety-five thousand dollars in cash. There was a seventy thousand three hundred and twelve dollars found in a bag near a closet, an additional twenty five thousand uh, dollars found in a box. Plenty of drug paraphernalia to go on clash, including fifty two point eight six grams, what police suspected to be cocaine. Fifty two point six grams. Oh my God. Yes, over uh, five pounds of marijuana as yeah, well. This guy's really got a sounds, factory going on. Sounds like he was the kid to know on campus. <laughs> it sounds like to me. Sounds like a nice kid. <laughs> plays football and uh, likes to keep get the party going. Exactly. What's the big deal? To me, like having five pounds of weed and uh, 56 grams of cocaine. In today's day and age, that's like a kid uh, spiking the punch. <laughs> boys will be boys. Remember what they did? Oh, I saw another one, Marantzi. I Know what they did to those kids in Rochester? I swear I saw a freaking headline, though, that, like, the kid literally, I'm not kidding, like, he had a football helmet or a football, and he that had car, stuff. Like, it was embedded in the yeah, helmet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in a, in a sack? That's yeah. that's brilliant. Yeah, so what going about. Going into the helmet. What about the kids? No, I was saying, there was a kid who, there was another story. This happened a couple years ago, but uh, they went to, it was two football players from the University of Rochester, right? And these girls lured them online. They say, hey, you guys want to party? You want to party? Then they came in there. It was a, but it was mistaken identity. The other guy on the team walked into one of these uh, drug guys. He stole four pounds of weed from him. They thought it was the black guy on the team with the guy. So the girls who knew the, the drug dealers go, hey, you want to get naked? Whatever. They go to a party. 
These guys oh, tied, set up. Yeah, these yeah. guys, they got set up. They tied him up for two days. And oh, I saw that. You remember story, yeah. that one, right? Yeah, no, yeah. it was absolutely crazy. And that happened over that. They basically tortured these guys over four pounds of marijuana, which is when you really think about it, that's like, whoa, man, slow down. Like these guys almost got killed for that amount. Yeah, I saw the day. It was crazy. It was crazy, man. That was it was on again. I was just like, wow. They smashed like light bulbs over the oh, guy's no, yeah. head they were in, like, in a bathtub. Covered in blood. They tortured them. They had like hedge trimmers up to them and stuff. We're gonna cut them. Like it was just it was awful, yeah. man. That way, yeah, the ringleader got a lot of time. I believe that the kids a. Uh... The kid that survived, actually, I think he's a good piano player. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the piece, he played some piano. That's exactly what happened. See, I remember everything. Doesn't help me make money, money. though. That's, that's <laughs> what I was going to say. I go, we got to start making some money. <laughs> uh, LeBron worry. James, you want to make money. LeBron James going to the, the Lakers. The Lakers, yeah. What happened uh, to, to Houston? You, th- you think he's uh, the Lakers? Actually, do you think it, it would make sense because those young guys on the team would listen to him? I can tell you that. Yeah, and they're pretty good, actually, the young guys on the team. Yep. With him, too, he could be the boss. There's a lot of positives to the situation. If you want, it's similar to Cleveland where, he, okay, guys, it's my show. The team is young enough to listen. He's good enough to make them a better team. I'm not sure if they're going to win with him, but I can tell you one thing. Going into the, a star dynamic like Philadelphia or Houston is a hell of a lot different than the Lakers gave. You know those kids? When LeBron comes there, if he was going to go there, yeah, they're but, listening. But uh, Paul George would go there as well. Oh, that's an absolute. Uh, <laughs> so it would be a one-two. And if you actually add it up, yeah. listen, wherever he goes, nobody's beating the Warriors now anyways. For one more year. He goes to Houston. They're not beating him next year. Maybe they'll compete. But ultimately, yeah, the Warriors have another year or two left in them. But the Lakers have good young players, man. Randall's a stud. I've always he been is. a Randall fan, but there's word Kuz- that they Kuzma's, might trade him. Kuzma's good. Kuzma's very, very, very good. Uh, Brandon Ingram looks like yep. a future star. Good call. So you've got good young talent. We're not even bringing up uh, Lonzo Ball. Who's going to get better? And we didn't talk about Lonzo Ball and his stupid rap diss track in which he's uh, making fun of his teammate and Kyle Kuzma. It's like, dude, you don't even play. Like you're just <laughs> such a you're such a joke. Like I, if Lonzo Ball wasn't part of this Laker operation, I'd really be buying in. All right, um, a quick update right now from the uh, U.S. Open. Um, the boy of summer, Russell Henley. Russell Henley. Down, 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 down. Birdies are falling down. Saw a dead head sticker on a Cadillac. Don't look back. back. Don't you ever look back. I prefer the Atari's uh, version. She says, I saw a black flag sticker on a Cadillac. Cadillac. Instead of a Grateful Dead sticker on a Cadillac. <laughs> so Russell Henley... Is uh, minus two through uh, 13 right now. Dustin Johnson, minus two through nine. nine. Scott Piercy is done for the day, you know minus what? one. Let's give Scott Piercy some love. He finished, uh, like, when the, when things were tough, when the other guys, so when Rory McIlroy and Jason Day were shooting a combined 19 over Gabe, Scott Piercy went out there and shot a 69. Ian Boulder went out there and shot a 69. More power to Scott Piercy. He's a guy you have a band here. You take your uh, DraftKings lineup with Scott Piercy a lot of the time. You could have a band here. You got uh, Henley. From the Eagles. Yep. Piercy from Rat. And uh, Duff from uh, Guns yeah, yeah, N' Roses. That's right. Jason Duff. And you got Kim. <laughs> Kim Mitchell. I am a wild party. You got... Uh, I, could, I could give you a band for every one of these players. Matthew Pavon. <laughs> that's a tough one. Do you know a Pavon? That's tough. Yeah, you threw me a tough one. Oh, no, that's, that's not even fair. Justin Rose, you know Rose. Poison, every Rose has its oh, song. Oh, songs. Okay, I thought you were talking about, like, people in the band. 
I don't think you're going to find a guy named Charles Howell the third in, <laughs> in any rock band either. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe at uh, <laughs> uh, remind, rem- at, at the Twist Social there. It reminds me of um, Gilligan's Island, Charles Howell the third. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Charlie Hoffman, Ryan Fox, like Fox. That's a good rock and roll name. Fox, Ryan Fox. Who's this guy? <laughs> Who's Grimmer? Oh, Grimmer. Yeah, Grimmer's that. Uh, he's a big dude. Will Grimmer. Yeah, he's a. Uh, Big Ginger. Uh, I think he Grim went Reaper. To, yeah, we're, uh, the the Grim, Grimmer Reaper. The Grim Reaper went, uh, what school did he go to again? I think he went to an SEC school. Grimmer's uh, in sixth place right now. Yeah, he's playing really well. Plus one? Good stuff. Pavori, you're talking about. Yeah, no, huh? Pavon. Uh, yeah, but the, Fren- the Frenchman, Matthew Pavon. He's uh, T6 right now. One over. Rose is one over. Achoo Pavon. Hal, one over. Ryan Fox. Cabrera Bell is having a decent yeah, yeah, day. Cabrera Bell is really hanging in there. Shifley, plus one. Your boy, Pat Perez, playing great golf when we never have him. Plus one, hanging around. Steve Stricker, plus one. Yeah, very tough tournament, Gabe. I don't know what's going to happen. Where's my boy, uh, Doug Gim? Oh, D- Doug Gim? Actually, Let's I think see, he's about Gim? six or seven over. I looked at him earlier. The Gim is... I don't like it. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling, and I, I still don't, don't, don't see trust him. Me, you don't even have to worry till he's over six or seven over. Everybody is. Burmeister having a tough time. Oh, yeah, the, the Dean? The Dean got strapped today. Burmeister seven over. Hey, Burmeister, he's got lots of holes left, too. Like, these guys are getting lit up. Shinnecock, for an easy... That's the thing. If the wind plays yeah, like, down, like they can they can make some birdies, but right? you can't make birdies in these conditions. Like, look at these guys. Wow. Remember we were talking about Garrett Rank. Rank, what was he, 15 over? Garrett Garrett Rank is a NHL uh, linesman, an active NHL referee linesman. And uh, yeah, he's in second to last place. What do you shoot? Plus 13. That's you know what? I'm gonna actually defend okay. So we have an NHL referee shooting three worse strokes only than Rory McElroy. You put that in perspective, I'm down with an 83 for a guy that... Uh, hey, Rory refereed. was plus 10. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's an NHL referee who qualified for the damn tournament. He shot Four, 83, yeah. Rory shot 80. 80. You know what? I'll go with the referee. More power to him. Screw you, Rory. You imagine the I, odds? You know what? I'm you done with Rory the odds McElroy That now. we would have got in a head-to-head Rory versus Garrett Rank and oh, plus yeah. three and a half only? Oh, yeah. <laughs> would have been like 300 to one. Exactly. I'll take Garrett Rank in a head-to-head matchup plus... Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. Level 2. Thursday afternoon, Fantasy Sports Radio Network, iHeartRadio. I'm Gabriel Branzi alongside Cam Stewart. World Cup of Soccer has begun. Russia. Victorious. Five and nil. They say nil in soccer instead of nothing. Nil. Five nothing. Whatever language and whatever way you want to put it, uh, it was ugly. Russia kicked the crap out of them. All right, so um, it's a big day in sports. Uh, the U.S. Open uh, was today, June 14th. Uh, the World Cup uh, countdown. We've all been anxiously uh, waiting this, and it's the earliest start ever, actually, of the Canadian uh, Football League uh, regular season, uh, June 14th. 
The earliest start they ever did uh, was uh, back in like 2004 or something like that. And uh, I think it was um, June 15th. So it's beaten it by one day. One day. Earliest start ever. And I say, bring it on. Let's uh, let's um, bet on some football, watch some football. And uh, you can... Uh, you can watch the games, uh, guys, on like ESPN, U, and online, and just check out ESPN uh, in the United States if you want to watch uh, the CFL. Check out ESPN and ESPN Plus or whatever the hell it's on. And uh, in Canada, of course, it is on TSN. Uh, you can lay it down and bet on the CFL over at mybookie.ag, and we'll tell you about that after. You get a 50% sign-up bonus, and of course, you can play CFL Fantasy at DraftKings, and if you're going to be playing... CFL Fantasy, uh, then you want to be checking out uh, Daily Roto. And the main uh, guru for the CFL uh, is uh, Mr. Ben Kramer, who steps up and joins us. Ben, always a pleasure, man. How you doing? Thanks for joining us. Yeah, good day. Rainy day here in Saskatchewan, but it's a beautiful day for football elsewhere, hopefully. Uh, rain's a beautiful yeah. day for football, too. That's yeah. football weather. Is it going to be raining tomorrow for the, for the Argos game, actually, tomorrow with the Rough Riders? Looks nice and clear. Now, earlier on in the week, they were talking about something like 25-mile-an-hour winds for Friday night, but now it looks like it's all going to be calm and clear and probably around 10, 15 degrees. It will be a perfect night for football tomorrow. That's the thing about rider games at Mosaic. you got to check the wind. It's like sometimes in Saskatchewan, Regina, it's like hurricane. Like t- t- It's unbelievable well, stuff. You know what they yeah. say about uh, games at, uh, in Saskatchewan and Winnipeg as well. If you don't like the weather, just wait 10 minutes. <laughs> exactly. Man, you see, that's the thing, guys, in the CFL. You'll see like four different sort of weather conditions in in one game uh, at times. So let's jump in uh, here tonight. And the story of the game is over at DraftKings. Uh, Guys, we've got a choice. You can play a single single game showdown uh, tonight, or you can play tonight's players in the week. So let's just sort of combine the two of them. But let's start off uh, with the quarterback situation tonight. And it's sort of, do you spend the money on Mike Riley or – do you want to roll the dice and be a contrarian and uh, take uh, Strevler? Strevler is extremely inexperienced, guys. He only signed, like, in the first week of May. Uh, quarterback coming out of South Dakota. He looked he looked pretty good in week one uh, of preseason. Then he was just three for nine last week. He can scramble a little bit, but it's a tough spot to put him in. He's surrounded by a lot of weapons. What's your take on Strevler, and is there... Do you have any lineups? Are you going contrarian at all because he is so damn cheap for a starting quarterback? Well, it's interesting with this showdown slate because you can actually play both quarterbacks in one lineup. They just make it all utility slots, and you get to pick your five. So in most of our optimal lineups so far, Riley and Strebler both wind up in there. Riley, because he's such a good projection, he's projects probably 30% higher than any other player on the one-game slate at any position. And Strevler just projects as a good value. He might not be a great passer, that's yet to be seen, but he has a lot of rushing ability. He took off to rush nearly 11 times a game in college football. So that gives you a huge base to work from when you're building points. At only 7,000 on this one-game show game slate, he does pretty well for us. Yeah, the, think about the price difference too. Riley on the showdown, I have him as my quarterback at sixteen thousand three hundred. Interesting though that you can play two quarterbacks because it's, yeah. there's, it's not position. Every every, no. every position just utility. Yeah, yeah, Gabe. I'm looking at it right now. You get uh, five positions total, all utility. And that, that was the question I was going to ask Ben because I got Mike Riley in my lineup and I picked Andrew Harris as my running back because I think he's going to get a lot of touches because of the quarterback situation. So what about a guy Ben like? Uh, 
obviously with only like under 6,000 bucks, Nick Dembski, like a third or fourth guy from Winnipeg, what are some of those options? Because if you're going to put Riley in the lineup, sounds expensive. you got to get some cheaper guys. Yeah, there's a couple of really good cheap options on this showdown slate at receiver. I'd be hesitant to play too many of the Winnipeg receivers just because of the uncertainty with Strebler. If you're really taking a risk there, you may as well lock them up together and put in Strebler with some of his receivers. But the two cheap receivers that we like a lot with our projection system with Daily Roto this year, Kenny Stafford, he's only 4,000. Yep. And he's had some really big games in the past when he's had the chance to start. And then the uh, little-known Nady Ajay comes in at minimum at 2500 but he'll be starting in the slot this week and if he even gets two or three receptions at $2,500 you're getting yourself quite a bargain it's going to be interesting to see it I like where you're going with that at $2,500 that's really good it's going to be interesting to see how the dynamic uh, plays out uh, isn't it um, uh, with Zilkstra gone and uh, with, with Bowman gone right now I got I have uh, Stratford in the lineup uh, staff in the lineup as well at uh, $4,000. Cam uh, mentioned uh, Harris tonight, uh, but, and I know you wrote about this, and I was reading about the Edmonton Eskimos offensive line, and they really are expecting big things out of this line. They're taking a lot of pride in it. And even though Mike Riley is a fantasy machine and he's very effective when he throws the football, this is, this Edmonton team actually is, likes to play ball control and set up the pass, don't they? They like to run the ball a lot. And they've got a back right now. You know, C.J. Gable's always been good, former USC Trojan back. But he's never been in a good situation in Hamilton with good lines and a good rushing attack and a rushing base. Playing with the sort of the circus has been there. Gable really could have an impact. What do you think about Gable uh, tonight, uh, Ben? Yeah, I love him for tonight. The reality is Andrew Harris has a lot of talent. But Winnipeg plays at one of the slowest paces that you're going to see, and Edmonton actually allowed the fewest plays per game of any defense in the CFL last season at only 49. So if you look at the pace of play and what their opportunity is going to be, right now we look at Edmonton for about 62 plays tonight and Winnipeg for maybe close to 50. So if you're looking for what your most likely options are, Gable is probably a better runner than Harris tonight overall, just because he's probably going to get more opportunities in the offense, run the highest number of percentage running plays last year of anyone in the league. Ben, I got to tell you, uh, just looking at, uh, I played the showdown, Morency, but I'm going to put something together for the whole the whole slate of games, and I'm looking at Calgary running back Terry Williams, 6100 bucks. He's the starter on that team. They're going up against a Hamilton D that absolutely got shredded, 11 runs of 20-plus yards or more. It seems like a good spot for a very good price for a guy that's starting. Yeah, he's our top value play on the slate for the full four-game slate coming out. He had one really gigantic game last season when he got to start, and it's hard to imagine he keeps up that level of production, but only $6,100. He's cheaper than just about every other starting running back on the slate and maybe comes into one of the best opportunities given the team total that's implied on the Vegas numbers. So I like Terry Williams quite a bit. It's a tricky week in Week 1 in the Canadian Football League. Week 1 of any football league is tough, but... They only played two preseason games, guys, and, you know, the Argos starters basically never played. Ricky Ray threw the, you know, was out there for a couple of series, one series, I think, in the first game, and then they're going to be unleashed. I don't know. Like, I, I'm sort of with you. I sort of expect kind of lower scoring games and then just sort of track meets right out of the gate. So when I'm looking at the quarterbacks as a whole this week, the quarterback that caught my eye, and I've been telling people about this even before the prices came out, I said, I can't wait to see is Jonathan Jennings. Jennings is frustrating in reality, isn't it, Ben? Because he throws off his back foot. He gets in trouble. He just throws up the ball, and he throws these sort of wings and prayers. He turns the ball over too much. 
But from a fantasy standpoint, he runs around a lot. And I see BC playing with a chip on their shoulder. So if they could kill Montreal, they will. I mean, they're going to want to get Jennings confidence. Buono's going to want to get his last season off on the right foot. BC's in tough this year. They play in a tough division. You know, to me, this game looks like it could be a route. And I think Jennings can sort of run around and run wild. Out of all the quarterbacks on the board besides tonight's games, what do you think of Jennings? And uh, if not, who else do you like? Jennings projects pretty well overall for us. I think he's our second projected highest projected passer on the slate. But he's also maybe one of the most uncomfortable just for the exact reasons that you said. He's really volatile. He could get you 35 points and he could get you 5 points and just about anywhere in between. So if you're looking for a low-owned GPP play, Jonathan Jennings is probably an interesting option against Montreal simply because he's going to get a lot of opportunity to throw and he has a chance to put up a lot of points through the air, running, and passing. If you're looking for somebody else, I like Bo Levi Mitchell a lot, and I can't believe I'm saying that out loud. But uh, he's usually a better real-life quarterback than a fantasy quarterback. But against Hamilton this week, the matchup is pretty outstanding. And if he gets Eric Rodgers back into his receiving core this week from the NFL, they have a lot of weapons to throw to in a game that could turn out to be pretty high-scoring. And they already have the highest team total on the slate at 31. So I like their opportunity to put up some touchdowns quite a bit in Calgary. Ben, it's going to be tough to, like, when you talk about BC and they're, like, they don't have a true, like, star, like, one running back, like Harris, who gets fed a lot and often. They have three different guys there. How do you attack the BC Lions running back situation, I guess, from a fantasy point? Because they have Van, they have Johnson, they have so many guys that can touch the ball. You know, Jennings is going to go deep, but with their running situation seems to be, eh, it's, it's very tough to pinpoint a guy week to week. Yeah, and even last season when it was mostly Jeremiah Johnson getting probably 75% of the touches, he was really boomer bust because most of his points came through touchdowns. And if he didn't score a touchdown, it was going to be a pretty lean week. Overall, I'd probably avoid the BC running situation until we know a little bit more of what the split is going to look like. This week, I think we have about 60% of the touches to Jeremiah Johnson and about 30% going to uh, Rutley. And we'll see what winds up happening once the depth chart shakes out. How bad are the Montreal what's going to be, in your opinion? And from from a perspective, we know, obviously, in the International Football League, listen, the final score of the game doesn't matter, right? right. I mean, if the Alouettes are getting drilled all the time, will Drew Willie put up some decent fantasy numbers in routes? You know, let's say the Alouettes lose 34-16 or 34-18, and he's cheap every week. He does have some wide receivers to work with, but what's your opinion on the Alouettes coming into this year? Are they going to be as bad as a lot of people think they are? You know, I I think the Alouettes might be worse than a lot of people think that they are, but I think for fantasy purposes, garbage-time superheroes can always make your lineup, right? Exactly. Drew Willie is pretty much Captain Garbage Time. When he was in Winnipeg... It sucks that SJ Green's so expensive, though, at 89. I was hoping to sort of steal him for cheaper, you know, fly (laughs) under the radar there. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of talented receivers in Montreal, but a lot of them are coming off injuries and coming off down seasons, whether it's B.J. Cunningham or Ernest Jackson or Chris Williams. There's a lot of upside to be had there. It's a matter of whether Willie can get them the ball. In his years in Winnipeg, people forget a little bit that through the first four weeks before he got benched there for Nichols, he was actually leading the league in touchdown passes and yards and all these kind of things. They were just ineffective at trying to win football games. So I'm not saying Willie is a good player, and I'm not saying he's worth playing this week, but coming up in the next couple of weeks, they could show some signs of life, especially in garbage time when they get down and they just have to start winging the ball deep to some of these fast receivers. 
Yeah, like if they're yeah. terrible, yeah. if the Alouettes are terrible, then um, the price will drop too. You know, maybe you know the the Alouettes. He'll be like sixty seven hundred bucks. You find value in those guys are going to get you that garbage stuff. You win games that <laughs> in way. a couple of weeks, yeah. uh, but who knows, right? I mean, their their offense really, really, really could struggle as well. I could see a lot of uh, quick, quick two and outs. All right, so for the casual fan right now that's tuning in, Ben. They're going to see Johnny Manziel's uh, name on the board. And I was already asked about this last night when I was talking about the Canadian Football League. People, oh, is Manziel going to play it all? Is he going to play it all? And I said, no, at least not now. Now, I am of the firm belief that he wasn't brought to Hamilton to be a backup. I don't think Masoli's that good. He's not as good as June Jones makes him out to be. It's, to me, it's, it's inevitable that Manziel will be the, the quarterback there, but it could take six, eight weeks or, or what have you. So uh, what, what's your take on uh, on Masoli and this uh, this Calgary game? Do you think uh, – which is the game that's going to be the highest-scoring game, do you think, this week? Yeah, I think Calgary and Hamilton could really be the biggest track meet of the week if Masoli gets going. There's a few new players and new faces on that Calgary defense that makes them maybe a little less certain of a lock to be a great play every week because last year they were just the tops every week and week out. This year, I think Mazzoli's actually got a lot of potential. I wouldn't want him in my lineup this week because of the matchup, but going into the next couple of weeks, I'll probably look at Mazzoli pretty hard and pretty often for a lot of lineups for myself in tournaments. Ben, i got to ask you, like, I'm looking for an option because I, I agree with you. I bowl Levi Mitchell as my quarterback with Williams for Calgary. Any nice options for Hamilton? Because, yeah, we could see a nice scoring game, lots of points there. Is there any guys that are on your radar that are a pretty effective price? You know what, I wouldn't look at too many of them as a price option, but certainly they're going to be low-owned players because of that matchup with Calgary. And Brandon Banks will be on the top of everybody's mind pretty quickly, but he's also probably their best option. He doesn't project awesome because of the matchup, but at 8,700, if he does wind up having a big game, almost no one else is going to have him in their lineups, and you can really shoot up the leaderboards pretty quickly having a low-owned Brandon Banks. All right, uh, Ben, so uh, why don't you let everybody know uh, how they can get the premium uh, access uh, to your uh, your top uh, projections uh, with uh, Daily Roto. Yeah, over at dailyroto.com slash CFL, you can see all of our weekly articles up there with the slate breakdowns. And in those articles, you can find links to our subscription packages for $75 for the season or $25 for the month. And we'll have those up all season ready to go. We've been excited in getting them ready this week, and now they're ready for production. Great stuff. Congratulations. And 75 bucks for the year is good. Good price. Considering how long. Yeah, we realize that we're not the NFL, right? The NFL, they can charge a little bit more. We're trying to get the game out there and make sure people know and have the opportunity to learn about this great game in the CFL. And for a 20-week season, it's working out to less than $4 a week for the projections that worked out pretty well for us over the last couple of years. Yeah, and uh, I think people uh, with the projections and, and the knowledge and the inside uh, knowledge you're going to bring to the table to be able to make this money back easily in one uh, one or two weeks. Uh, ben, enjoy the game uh, tonight. It's great to have football back. Uh, look forward to doing this uh, with you again. And uh, let's, uh, let's uh, make some money this week, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thanks for your time. There's uh, Ben Kramer uh, with us. Good stuff uh, with Ben Kramer. CFL kickoff uh, now just hours away. From a betting standpoint, this game is tricky uh, tonight. I think I'm going to take the home dog just because of the points, Gabe. Um, Edmonton's a very good uh, their team, but you're going to give me seven with uh, seven with the home team. I know it's a backup quarterback. I'm taking the points. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, Edmonton wins by uh, 10, uh, 14. How about by five? 
10, 14, <laughs> 6, 4. I can't just buy in because it's the home dog. I don't trust the quarterback enough. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. playing daily fantasy sports but are sick of dealing with professionals using algorithms to select hundreds of lineups and entries try the props builder over at mybookie.ag forget having to create multiple lineups ditch the hassle of dealing with late scratches and avoid uh, experts winning 90% of the money invest in the players that you want without salary caps and if you sign up for a new account using promo code FNTSY you can elect uh, to receive a 50% deposit bonus with a rollover requirement. No more dealing with late uh, lineup scratches. No experts to compete against. Just you and the props uh, that you choose. Go to mybookie.ag, enter promo code FNTSY upon sign up and choose your matchups using the props builder tool. That's mybookie.ag, promo code FNTSY. Could have been pretty lucrative today if you liked Russia over the goal. Go, ding, 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 ding. How's that prop builder going? Rubles, rubles uh, more. Like, that's unbelievable. Five nothing? That's called uh, building the props. I think they were, uh, I think it was like uh, plus plus 250 for them to win uh, by three. So by five, five, it was probably like plus 500. Yeah, that's good. Like an exact score for them to win five, five nothing nil. probably paid like uh, plus 700 before the game. Because they were minus like 225, 250 yeah, favorites, to win the game, right? But you don't think they're going to win 5 five nothing. I wasn't even sure they were going to win. No one really knew what to expect from Russia. Uh, they were pretty, they were pretty, um, the odds makers gave them more respect than the so-called soccer experts coming into this. But to be honest with you, Cam, it goes to show like how meaningless the FIFA rankings are, as we all know. They're stupider than, than the UFC rankings are. That... Uh, Saudi Arabia were actually actually ranked three spots higher than Russia. And it's not yeah. saying much. Saudi Arabia, Arabia, Saudi, Saudi Arabia ranked uh, 67th in the world. Now you wonder, well, there's only 32 teams. How do they get in if they're ranked 67th? Because somebody's got to represent their region. Their region, yeah. They won the qualifying They won, region. yeah. They got through their qualifications uh, to get. Uh, Which is a weak region. To get, to get there. All right. Um, so, if you want to win, uh, if you want to win two tickets to the 2018 uh, World Series, you want to go to a 2018 World Series game. Go to dailyroto.com/dkms. You'll find a link to free uh, DFS baseball contest every day. The contests are sponsored by DKMS. They're looking for your help in a fight against blood cancer. 
For many patients, a bone marrow transplant is the best uh, chance for survival. 30% of patients can find a matching donor in their family. 70%, nearly 14,000 each year, must rely on a benevolent stranger to step up and donate. Find out how you can help and play free DFS contests with a shot of winning two tickets to a 2018 World Series game. Go to dailyroto.com slash DKMS. That's dailyroto.com slash DKMS. And a light baseball board uh, yep. tonight for fantasy purposes. Only four Major League Baseball games on the board tonight. And, man, they're pretty crappy, actually. Yeah, it's a rough it's a rough sked at night. There, for dude. betting and uh, Just, for fantasy. Right. I put together a baseball lineup. So did I. I, t- I took a chance with the pitching because there's, you know, when you're looking at the guys going, I think you can get mid-grade guys and, and hope for the bats. I loaded up on a lot of people Boston like Snell tonight, tonight, but I don't like Snell. Thing tonight. is, they're playing against the Yankees, Yankees in in New York. Uh, Herman, you know, yeah. Herman's been hit hard. I looked at him, but nah, I went in a different direction. Yankees are minus one sixty five. The totals eight and a half. There, Tyson Ross has been good, but is he going to win this game? I don't know. Braves are a hot baseball. And Atlanta right totals eight and a half there as well. Vargas on the hill. Pick, pick your poison. Yeah. I'm with. Uh, I, I actually, I'm going to use our, our boy Koch. Well, look, I tonight. think I, th- I think Arizona's in a good spot. Yeah, and that's a total contrarian roll of the dice. I get it, and I don't mind it. Um, I think most people are going to be. David Price been pitching well. Yes, but Seattle are, are a machine right now. I'm going to be betting on Seattle at plus one ten here this evening. I can't pass up the Mariners. The Mariners have been consistent home underdogs. They were dogs against the stupid Angels. Yeah, I'm going to, the way I look at it, I know Tyson Ross has been good, but the Mets, first of all, Arizona at a buck 40, the Mets can't hit their way out of a paper bag right now. They're having real problems with their offense. Then I also look at the, the Atlanta Braves tonight, another another hot baseball team laying 50 cents. Ross is a dog in that game. People are going, yeah, Annabelle Sanchez, whatever. And I looked at it the, the last starts. He's been pretty good, and he's really, really cheap. So you look at the name brand pitchers tonight. I know a lot of people are going to take price. I'm with you. I think Seattle might be able to, to get it to him because they're they're hitting hot. Arizona, Atlanta offer great value with the guys that aren't getting any respect pitching, and then you can really load up your bats. The um, Atlanta Braves are 6-0 and this year on Thursdays. Great. That's good news. The New York Mets are 8-2 and on the road in game ones. Don't like that stat. Eight and two in game ones on the road. They're struggling. The Seattle Mariners are ten and two in home starts in game one of a series. Good news for you. Kick Felix kick. Hernandez yeah. is six and one this year at nighttime. The king the king pitches better at night. Well, I should say the Seattle Mariners are six and one when he pitches. Like when we use these gambling stats, we don't really care yeah. about the guy's one loss record, but it, what's the one loss record when he's on the hill? So the Seattle Mariners are 6-1 at nighttime when Felix Hernandez is started. Mariners are also 14-9 and nine against uh, left-handed pitchers, which, of course, uh, David Price, Price is. is. Yeah, and you saw last night. What a comeback by Seattle again. The, yeah, I jumped the, on the in-game. The Angels took the, the lead in the game, and Seattle came back. Good, great move picking on the in-game. Man, that game fluctuated from... Angels oh, yeah, no, no, to was Seattle. Crazy. It was, that, was, that was basically a roller coaster, and that's the beautiful thing about the end game. You hit it, Gabe. You like Seattle. You get them as a pooch. Rough, rough. They come back and win the game. Man, this team is gritty right now. we got to give the Mariners so much credit. They're just battling. Even in games when they don't get the pitching, man, it's 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 nice to watch. I, I always cheer for the Seattle teams, and uh, you know what? I'm happy the Mariners are doing well. I'd like them to maintain it. They're going to have to go out and get another pitcher. They're 
they have to get serious because this this could be it. This 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 is their chance. Every year they disappoint, but they gotta go. They gotta go out and make a move. You can't win with Leak Gonzalez, Felix Hernandez. It's not it, Paxton's the the stud. They'll bring in another pitcher. They have to. They have to. All right, here's a major league uh, baseball uh, trend uh, of the day. The New York Yankees are ten. 10-0 since March 30th, 2018. Off a game as a favorite in which Giancarlo Stanton had multiple hits. Ooh. And the Tampa Bay Rays are 0-24 straight up on the road after a game as a home dog in which they had more strikeouts than hits. <laughs> really? I was looking at Tampa Bay at plus 145. It's a combination here. <laughs> So thirty. Uh, so you've got a thirty-five and zero. Uh, yeah. You know, double double thirty-five and zero. Should trend. I ride the trend or bucket game? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't want to lay sixty-five cents with her, man. I think Tampa, Tampa Bay. Yeah, they beat the Blue Jays. Listen, Blake. Snell, Snell, Blake. Snell, Snell, Blake Snell's been unbelievable. Right? I like Snell. In the last five starts, he's got thirty-six strikeouts. Uh, he's given up three runs in his past uh, four starts, giving up two runs or less in nine of his last ten. Starts very, very uh, impressive. Uh, yet the New York Yankees did hit him and hit him pretty hard uh, earlier this year. Uh, they got uh, they put up five, they put a five spot up on him in uh, three and a third earlier this year in April. Yeah, well, the Yankees seem to do that to a lot of guys, but I'm getting Blake Snell at plus 145 against Herman, who I don't really have a lot of faith in. Maybe you want to take a look at the over if you think that the Yankees can get to. Uh, I was just, no. I was just and, about yeah, to, I was just about to say that uh, the uh, New York Yankees are on an eight and zero under run. Oh really? Well, okay. I, I just. Why would you pictures. say? Why would you say like the over after we just said that Snell has given up two runs or less in nine of his last ten no, starts? No, but I'm talking about Herman. Like when you look at Tampa Bay as a dog, they can they can get to him. That's the thing. He's not been special. Take a look at his numbers. They're not good at all. No, it is true. Well, he's he's all over the place, this kid. But you're right. For the record, I'm just uh, saying, eight and a half game is a low total at Yankee Stadium where the balls can fly. Even out. even though even though Herman's been hit a little bit, uh, he's three and zero to the under in his last three starts. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just because it said, I'm just saying, like you know what I mean. It's just because it, it looks like it's going to go under. I I think that's a low total at Yankee Stadium. Eight and a half is low. It's because eight straight Yankee games have gone under the number. Yeah. Well, I think maybe you're getting some. They're not really hitting the baseball right now. Yeah, well, I don't know. Man. And Snell's on fire. He is, but Snell. If this game's going to go over, then you, you might as well just bet on Tampa Bay. I am. I am. Uh, plus on 145 Bay. because, the, you know, the Yankees aren't going to put a six spot up on Snell. They could. They could. Yeah, and Beyonce could knock on the door right now. I, wish, I really wish somebody would knock on the door. What do you mean somebody? I don't want somebody. It somebody. No, it's a hot chick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking a shot with Tampa Bay at plus 145 tonight. I think it's a good, good line value for a, a good pitcher in Snell. The Yankees are still going to score some runs off Snell, I believe, and Herman can get hit by Tampa Bay. I like the dog and the over. Arizona minus 140 against uh, the visiting Mets. Arizona screw me all the time. Take them tonight, though, buddy. They're, they're, Var- ah. Vargas is not going to pitch well. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt. Back his numbers against lefties are fantastic. Arizona, yes, they had a bump. They had a bump in the radar, but they were uh, one of the hottest teams going into that game. Gabe, they've been good. It's a combination of two teams that uh, I've been good in baseball this year, but I've had a hard time picking winners in Mets games, and the D-backs always screw me. To me, this is a game I'm just going to stay away from. Okay, yeah, no, you can stay away. I just think you're going to get Arizona at home, only laying forty cents against Vargas. I think it's a good spot for the Snakes. 
I'll lay 40 cents with uh, Arizona, especially coming off the loss. I'm Donnie Discipline right now, Cam. Trying to trying to put our foot down here. What you're betting and my betting has nothing to do with what, <laughs> what you know, we're not just going to bet the same things, right? I didn't bet on, like, the Russia you, uh, or anything like that. Are you going to bet on every baseball game tonight? I'm thinking about it. I, I, I look at, I like Arizona. I'm, I have a lean to Atlanta at minus 150 because they've been hot. I'm kind of worried that Tyson Ross is a good pitcher. I really think Tampa Bay as a pooch looks good at plus 145. And I really want to take Felix Hernandez with you. I'm just scared about David Price in Boston and the bats that they have. So I haven't uh, pulled the trigger on that game yet. Yeah, there's four games left on the board. The pitching matchups look pretty pedestrian. But you know what? I think there's a couple games where we have favorites at a short price. So I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sort of looking to pass. That's good. I know. I like your discipline. You don't have to, you know, you do what you got to do. And uh, I, I understand in the CFL the C- game, Seattle. It's, it's you, you want to put, put your money on things that you like a little bit more. These aren't going to be heavy plays by, by any stretch. Yeah, Seattle Seattle are like 20 and 5, man, in their last 25 They've games. great. I love Seattle. Hard to get in front of this, but David Price has been pitching awesome. From a fan, we'll get to the DFS later. But from a fantasy standpoint, you know that David Price is going to be Price and Snell will be the pitchers that people own tonight. I don't think people really believe in the Seattle Mariners. We see the sports books don't, and really, you know, we talk about it every damn day, man. Nelson Cruz just doesn't freaking stop. He's, the in, guy my, is, he's in my lineup. How do you not put him in your he lineup? Hits home runs every day, exactly. Uh, right now, Hanniger's um, hitting a lot too. Yeah. They've got a lot of power. This Seattle team. They do. Zanino hits homers when he's in the lineup. They have a lot of home run hitters. Seattle's a scary team. When you look up and down that, that, that lineup, they have guys that can go I can deep. live with the Arizona bet. I like Arizona in this spot. The Mets can't hit the baseball. I get it. Tampa and the Yankees, I would be Yankees or pass. Mm-hmm. San Diego and Atlanta, I want no part of. That's a tough game. Arizona, I could accept. At minus one forty, and uh, the Mariners hard to uh, hard to not take them, as we yeah. stated. Just they lose, they lose, and uh, you you jump on them again. But uh, yeah, the Mariners now uh, twenty games, twenty plus games over five hundred. It's awesome, and it's been a long time coming. And doing it with injuries too. A lot of these guys, <clears throat> like Mitch Haniger before Gabe, strikeout guy. Going deep, hitting the home runs, it's absolutely fantastic. I look up and down this lineup, and I'm like, God, man, this guy's delivering. This guy's delivering all the home run power that Seattle has in that park. I'll tell you, though, but Boston rolling in there tonight, some guys against King Felix Hernandez, uh, it's, it's a very, very, very tough spot for Seattle tonight to keep the train rolling. Boston's a good team. They are now, the Seattle Mariners are now the most profitable team in baseball. What are they, what are you up for the 100? $1,751 if you've uh, bet $100 on every Seattle Mariner game. Um, listen, the Mariners are 23-12 and 12 at home. Very impressive, yep. yet the Boston Red Sox are 24-11 and 11 on the road. Yeah, they're road warriors. They're uh, really good. Red Sox are the best team um, in the American League, and in fact, the Red Sox are the uh, best team in baseball uh, right now, uh, leading leading the New York Yankees by one game. It's a little bit deceptive because um, the Red Sox are forty seven and twenty two. The Yankees are forty three and twenty. But the Yankees missed a bunch of games, of course, uh, earlier uh, this year. We'll we'll do a little uh, market watch uh, a little bit uh, later on. Well, we can start now, but uh, we'll do the other side on the on the. Uh, We'll do the rest on the other side here. So, yeah, the Seattle Mariners, $1,751. They are up 
the uh, Houston Astros are up $378. And look at the discrepancy there. They have the same damn record. I know. Like Seattle are 44 and 24, and they're up 1,751. Houston are 44 and 25, but they're only up $378. I tell you guys this time and time and time, freaking again. You need to identify the teams that win. It's sort of a look at it like, uh, like fantasy right? well, when you're playing DFS. You want to get a player that's going to put up an equal amount of points than a superstar is for cheaper and that won't be uh, won't be his owned. And this is so same type of theory here. Everybody bets on Cleveland all the time. Yeah, they're horrible for, and for money making. Now Cleveland are actually down nearly a freaking yep. thousand dollars. Never bet the Indians. I always tell people and they burnt me in a parlay the other night. The but White I, Sox are winning. Like, it's crazy, Gabe. I tell people that uh, the best thing to do is just bet against the Indians every night. In the end, you'll win, even though they they're, uh, they win more than they lose. But they're always such big favorites that they end up losing money. They're actually down $955. I'm telling you, like, I've, I've identified this. I've been riding Seattle on a daily basis. And the other team is in a similar situation as the Milwaukee Brewers, in which the, the odds makers don't really believe in the Brewers. The public doesn't really believe in the Brewers all that much. They're in Milwaukee. They don't have any household name type of players and superstar type of players. But they win a lot of baseball games. And they're always just like minus 130 and stuff. Like you never really have to lay a big price because people really aren't betting on them. So uh, Seattle is the uh, Seattle's the most profitable team in baseball, $1,751. We mentioned Houston, $378. The Angels, they're down $130. Oakland Athletics, 68 games played. You're up $39. 39 your change. You can go to Applebee's. <laughs> um, Texas. Texas Rangers are down $608. Ooh, burning money. Dollars. Now, speaking of money burners, like, look, the Cleveland, the Cleveland Indians, they're down $955 on the year. It's crazy, man, for a team, a first-place team, that you're, you're down $1,000. Minus 220, minus 240, minus look, 280, Carrasco, Kluber. It's nuts. The um, And to put in context here, guys, the Detroit Tigers are 33 and 37, all right? They're four games under 500, and they're up $752. Yep. So once again, Detroit are on that list of identifying teams that – they, you know, they don't, they're a sub 500 team, but if they're plus 150 every night and they just win a couple of games, the math adds up and puts them on the, on, on the plus side of the ledger. Minnesota are a little bit overhyped. I, as agree, I agree with that. You know, there's seven games under 500, but they're down $1,000. They're a little bit overhyped by the public. The White Sox are terrible, but they're only down 900 bucks right now because whenever they win, they get you back two and a half units or something. And uh, the Kansas City Royals are just uh, terrible. They're burning tire fire. You're down $1,729 if you bet on every Royals game. We'll continue the market watch on the other side. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go.
Game Time Decisions, Red Heat Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network continues. Houston Astros are up on Oakland 7-1 right now. Yep. 7-1. I was actually, I'm not going to lie to you, looking at, I almost played Oakland today, and then the voice said, don't do it. Don't do it. It doesn't matter. Plus 170. Verlander going, don't do it. Just lay off. That was smart. I actually listened to that voice. Should do it more. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody was telling me the other day that they set their phone to vibrate every 10 minutes to remind them not to drink. Really? Yeah. I think maybe you need to set your phone to vibrate uh, to remind you. Do not uh, recklessly bet on underdogs for the sake of it because you have a feeling. Yeah, it's a good point. That's true. I don't know. Can can we play more than a feeling on the way out? Cam has a feeling. And it's going to be wrong. That's not very nice. Cam's got a feeling. (laughs) And that's why he's bleeding. Biting my tongue. Cannibal Cam. Oh, it's this one. This I got a feeling. Well, see, now this yeah. is where we have a cultural uh, generational yeah, gap right. here with more than a feeling. Yeah. You wanted the Boston version. Yes. Yes. Yeah, the good good call though. I appreciate I appreciate yeah, no problem, Florio. No problem. I appreciate yeah. the attentiveness Woo-hoo. today. It's a good Camp's start. Got a feeling. But the, the fact that you think it's more just, than a feeling that you thought of that song. Yeah. It's just indigestion and heartburn. Come on, man. More than a feeling. There we go. Classic rock time, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Looked at the board. He saw that underdog staring at him. He said, Oakland, big mistake. Yeah, the, the account slipped away. Yeah, Cam yeah. closes his eyes when he bets. <laughs> Close my eyes. The account slipped away. No. Oakland plus 170. I got a message. I got a message uh, from uh, an investor in the horse uh, wants, uh, game with us. What's he saying? He was saying, don't let Cam anywhere near this uh, account. He wants the guy who wants to bet on golf parlays. Yeah, that's true. Then we will uh, we will uh, add that um, would have lost. <laughs> uh, no, well, that's actually you know what. Talk to me tomorrow, <laughs> because you know what? If if one of those guys at eight or nine under, all they have to do, Gabe, is not absolutely gag tomorrow. That's the beautiful thing about this tournament. Everybody's shooting five, six, seven over par, so it's not over yet. But I will say this: it looks bleak. I like Very your, bleak. I like your optimism. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I can't lie. It's gonna. It's gonna take some work. But like, look at it. Look at your boy. I got. I got him too. Tommy Fleetwood five over. Like, you know what I mean? Like, these are these are really good golfers right now. Tiger Woods is still on the course. T four. Okay, Tiger Woods game. Let Let's put things in perspective. He's T forty six at four over par. That's all you need to know about this tournament. Okay, like these guys. If you're five or six over right now, you're you're not even worried that much. Probably not going to win the like. There's guys who are good golfers. The problem is Dustin Johnson. He's the issue. He's the roadblock at two under par because other than him, you could look at the board and go, yeah, you know, Ian Poulter, Jason Duffner. Duffner can't putt. You know, he's one under right now. So a lot of those guys, four, five, six over, I still think I have a chance in this tournament. We'll see. We'll see how the elements play. But 
if you're going to make a bet, Dustin Johnson should win this golf tournament. I just don't like the odds. Right, if you're going to make a bet uh, like I am right now. Yes? I'm going to bet. On? Mocha FC. Oh, yeah. And Atletico Pantoja.